Russia's advance is continuing? Is it moving forward? Is it changing directions? Or is it just slowing down? Depends on who you ask and where you look. I'm Paul, U.S. Army combat veteran. It's January 20th, 2023. This is your daily Ukraine update. Let's get into it. First and foremost, we're going to look at the control map. And the control map actually shows fairly minimal progress by Russian forces. You can see that they are moving uh, northward towards this uh, Krasnopovlika. And you can see that this village of Seal, they are trying their best, again, advancing uh, what looks like maybe about 150 meters along the front uh, per day. Not really the lightning offensive, but certainly them taking territory. Uh, but what's interesting is that this reflects sort of a pivot. Uh, it was expected by virtually everyone, given the Russians' bizarre fixation on Bakhmut, that they would continue to push into Bakhmut. But instead, they appear to be pivoting northward. You guys can see as we work back across the clock, you can see that as they take Solidar, they're actually trying to advance to the north. This is probably part of maybe an effort, some argue, to try to look at places like Sevirsk. The only problem, as we've discussed at some length, is that this strategy of creating a cauldron would have made a lot of sense when Russia controlled the northern part of the uh, Seversky Donetsk, right, in the north here. But after the Kharkiv offensive, there's nothing to encircle. You can see that as, even if they were to push hard into Seversk, uh, they would have a tough time. They'd have to flip all these villages maybe to create something that could encircle Vamika, it's just not really clear that there's any sort of big, meaningful target. I think Russia is honestly taking territory at this point to take territory, uh, which is obviously the goal. But as we've seen with Ukraine, who has whose strategy has rested pretty heavily on big wins, uh, the Lightning Kharkiv offensive, forcing Russia to withdraw from Kherson. These are these are big Ws that result in a lot of territory quickly changing hands. In contrast, you see Russia, who is literally advancing meter by meter. And you can see again, when we look back through the last week, their most effective offensive of six months is taking pretty minimal territory. Uh, now, when we look to the south, we see that the Russia has continued to make some advances near Klitschivka, uh, but we also see that Russia more or less controls the entirety of Klitschivka, and there's very little significant urban terrain to the northwest uh, of Klitschivka, meaning that if their goal is again to surround Bakhmut, they're going to have to traverse a considerable amount of open terrain uh, in order to do so. And for Ukrainian forces in Chasivyar and Ivansky, uh, there's probably an understanding that Russia will try to make this advance and they will be considerably vulnerable when doing so. So again, Russia trying it, it, meters at a time to advance uh, into this very, very, uh, for them, very dangerous area for the Ukrainians, uh, potentially a something of a shooting gallery as Russia continues to push outside of Klitschivka. Uh, also, we're seeing, though, no real changes near the Bakhmut front. Um, 
a little bit of advances actually i think that's pretty much it there's one other point where there was reportedly um some changes but that is uh, also russian efforts to push in spirne and belohorivka uh but as you guys can see russian progress there much less effective when we go over to the combat map we can see that of course russia continuing to push hard as we talked about to the northeast into krasnohora and pidharodne and you get we can see here that they are really trying to seize they've seized the entirety of pidharodne and are now kind of in the northeast outskirts of bakhmut uh this map still doesn't have russia as controlling this eastern uh uh, the easternmost portion of urban Bakhmut, uh, though they are appearing to advance again in Klitschivka and near Optine. This has them, this has the Russian forces actually advancing quite a bit more, but still you see what we're talking about where they are in this large open area, open terrain that's just simply not really worth holding by either side. And they're being stopped, it looks like, exactly where you would expect them uh, if. Ukraine was to mount their defense in this uh, more developed urban area here, the woods outside of Chasovyar and Chasovyar itself. So I think I, I, while Russia is certainly advancing, it before it makes a real operational gain, it's it's got a lot of work ahead of it. And I'm starting to think that this is part of the Ukrainian strategy is just simply to conduct a defense in depth, continue to let the Russians expend uh, cons large numbers of their forces um, in an effort to make advances. Uh, while no one likes to see towns like Solodar fall, as we saw with uh, Lesychansk and Severodonetsk, right, the Russian forces were able to be effective, um, but it didn't. But Ukraine's willingness to preserve its combat power allowed it to ultimately engage in more major and meaningful counteroffensives. When we go over to War Mapper, you can see he's reporting the same thing. Uh, he actually has also listed Pitharodne as being fully Russian controlled, or I'm sorry, has a Russian presence. Uh, and he also doesn't have the easternmost part of Bakhmut. Uh, as being Russian controlled, but it's routinely Russian attacked. Uh, and the larger situation, right, you can see here, Sevirsk, Seal, and there's Russian forces again continuing to push to the north. So not a, uh, no big change in a Russian strategy where I think you're going to see them, of course, go is try to move northward in sort of the mistaken belief that they'll be able to uh, hopscotch their way into this cluster of villages here where they won't have to cross a lot of no man's land but still will be taking territory um i don't think you're going to see them meaningfully threaten Sevirsk, and i think it's going to be a tall order and would require a lot of personnel in order to push into ivansky uh, attempt their encirclement of bakhmet uh, this is just going to be absolutely hellacious for uh, Russian forces to cross. And, you know, as always, guys, if you want to see the videos, there's a lot of Ukrainian drone videos showing just how hard it is to cross some of this open territory, especially given Ukraine's proficiency with reconnaissance and attack drones. Um, you, I do all those video breakdowns on the Patreon. The new video is actually dropping 
today. Uh, every week, we take a look at this week's most viral combat videos, the kind that YouTube would definitely not let me show you. But it's a really good illustration to see on the ground what the last week of combat uh, has looked like. And we can often identify where on the map it's taking place. So if you want to become a part of that and support the channel, uh, that's the Patreon. The link is in the description. Um, and of course, uh, thanks so much to my lieutenant tier patrons. You guys are the ones who make this whole thing possible um, with your support. Thank you so much, and I will see all you guys in the next one.